I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, She's going to use it Think she's going to fly away fly. No one should try and stop her Persuade her with their power She says that her mind is made
to disrupt the arrangement of your daddy's show. This double extraordinary enigmatic flow is brought to you by Audrey and Bella, Maya Angelo. Hand them over, we need the titles, receipts, and the pyre replete with the power to speak. And no, this is not a request. Hundreds of years of full silence got a lot on my chest. And we don't need your approval on our style of address. You style of the dress, I rock a head wrap and bulletproof vest. And start my lyrical sermon with this mother, you guessed it. Just so we're clear who governs reproductive requests. Not up to anyone's opinion or how I'm protected. I'm part of collectors for my leader Mecca getting bigger. And our premier gonna be major, no longer hitting figures. We off the level to plan for, for them young queens coming for that wage gap till we recoup them hidden figures. And 97 million women marching, I was with it. In 2017, the same nigga established been living. If this a man's world, we came in to grab the equipment and watch the future reimagined by the hand of the fifth. <laughs> joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Women Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tene. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is the power and the process of perception. The power and the process of perception. We're going to start off tonight in the praise up as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed. Starting in the King James Version, 
1 Samuel 3.8 And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he rose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for thou did call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. And Second Samuel 5.2 And David perceived that the Lord had established him king over Israel, and that he had exalted his kingdom for his people's Israel's sake. And Second Kings 4.9 And she said unto her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God, which passeth by us continually. And Job 9.11 Lo, he goeth by me, and I see him not. He passeth on also, but I perceive him not. Job 14.21 His sons came to honor, and he knoweth not, and they are brought low, but he perceiveth it not of them. Job 33.14 For God speaketh once, yea, twice, yet man perceiveth it not. Proverbs 1-2 To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding. In Proverbs 14-7 Go from the presence of a foolish man when thou perceiveth not in him the lips of knowledge. And Ecclesiastes 2.14 The wise man's eyes are in his head, but the fool walketh in darkness, and I myself perceived also that one event happened to them all. And Ecclesiastes 1.17 And I gave my heart to know wisdom, and to know madness and folly. I perceived that this is also a vexation. Of the Spirit. Jeremiah 23:18. For who hath stood in the counsel of the Lord and hath perceived or heard his word? Who hath marked his word and heard it? Mark 4:12. That seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. Mark 7.18 And he saith unto them, Are ye so without understanding also? Do ye not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entereth into man? It cannot defile him. It cannot defile him. In Acts 4.13 Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled. And they took knowledge of them, that they had been with Jesus. And finally, Ecclesiastes 3.22 Wherefore I perceive that there is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his own works, 
There is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his own works, for that is his portion. For who shall bring him to see what shall be after him? Who? Does it matter? Rejoice in yourself. You were made unique and special, handcrafted by the Most High's Word. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the power and the process of perception. Blessings and grace. I'm a person with bones and things. I breathe, I eat, I drink. With a heart and a soul that sings. That ain't on me. I Ooh, I cry. And I'm gonna die, but it's alright, it's alright. What do you think I am? I'm only human. I've made mistakes like anyone else. Like anyone else. Like a broken record, this broken heart beats in me. Bless up, Kida Rankin. To me, one love is like a message and a call for people to live in unity, peace, and love. And to remember that we are really one human race. And so love and respect is due to everyone, regardless of color or class. One, 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 one. 
Them not take pity though Say they teaching the youth but nothing no So they shatter them arise out the gutter now Bury to 45 and the chopper yo Kinda hard what the youth have to turn to know What we need to realize Even through the hard times Got to make the right choice What we need is love So we reap, we reward Nobody watch them, them a fraud Open a prayer, say we play bad card Mama had a hurt her, she can't sleep Tired for rest her cheek on the cold concrete Also she a hustle but it look bleak She a fi sell back for the third time this week What we need to realize Even through the hard times Got to make the right choice What we need is love One love One love Just a bun a liquor one of them one lock them up from them son and them daughter This year uprising could a never be surprising Babylon a packing a scent in a horizon System designed for we fall But we break down their walls Them no like that at all Applaud for see poor people fall What we need to realize Even through the hard times Got to make the right choice What we need is love One love
Blessings and Grace, and I'm back with the power and the process of perception. Now, the biggest single determinant of how close we come to operating at our peak intelligence potential is how diligently we teach ourselves to accurately perceive and process information about the world. Ideally, this requires us to use both sides of our brain, both sides of your brain. If you do recall, human beings have two sides to our brain, the left half that does our linear and logical thinking and the more abstract artistic right half. While we use both halves of our brain, we're either right or left brain dominant. Left brain dominant people are more methodical in their thinking. They like to organize and accomplish things in their life step by step. These kind of people make good no-nonsense managers, but they seldom receive rewards for being creative or innovative. It's easy to spot when someone is left or right brain dominant by the verbal and non-verbal clues that they exhibit. Now, the two types of brains, determining whether someone is left or right brain dominant tells us a lot about how one perceives, procures, and processes intelligence about this world. Is the person right brain abstract thinker or more concrete left brain literal thinker? Does one employ scientific left brain reasoning before coming to a decision? Or does right brain magical thinking, like like, um, Lady Luck and the lottery, rule one's world? Is one capable of being left brain objective, or is he always right brain subjective in his dealings with others? Is he right brain inner directed, or left brain outer directed? Is, Is... Is the person more nonverbal right brain loner or an artist who prefers operating on his own? Or does the left brain social animal crave the safety of the crowd and try to win the favor and validation of others? Is one spurred by conscious left brain ambition or is he driven by the more ephemeral right brain subconscious, night side motivations that he's not aware of? The more the inclinations and motivations you can discern, the easier it will help you in dealing with the world around you. Basically, mind control techniques rely on elements of either error or terror, or the combination of both. Simple push-pull, yin-yang, we are either attracted to or else repulsed by a thing. Using an error we first uncover and quickly take advantage of any and all errors we find in our foe. Faults in his perception. Overstand, faults in his perception. Flaws in his personality. Fatal oversights in any plans he has for the future. And by doing so, you can better place yourself and protect yourself and move yourself in alignment but what the Most High has for you, now that you can see, clearly. Now these are some of the traits that are in a left brain person. A left brain person uses words to describe things. They keep good track of time. They're analytic. They figure problems out step by step and part by part. They're also abstract 
and symbolic and uses symbols and words, representations easily. They have concrete thinking, relates to things as they are at the present time. They're logical and linear. They're sequential. A, B, C, one, two, three, objective. And their catchphrase is, hmm, they're pondering. Mathematical, uses numbers to measure and count his world. Most left-brain dominant people are listeners, very good listeners. And for a right-brain person, they use nonverbal cues, uses their hands, their temporal, draws pictures and designs in the air when talking. Non-temporal, no sense of time. Not good with schedules. Synthetic, sees the whole, the big picture, just by looking at the parts. They're intuitive, a good guesser. Makes cognitive leaps. They're subjective. In their catchphrases, aha, realizations. While the left brain ponders, the right brain realizes. And metaphorical, they use images, metaphor, and simile to describe their world. A right-brain dominant person tends toward being a watcher or a toucher, whereas left-brains are listeners, overstand. And so doubt is the doorway to death. Doubt. Make a man doubt his abilities and the validity of his plans, and you've already defeated him. You've already defeated him. So one must know oneself and which part of the brain is more dominant in yourself and also in the ones around you so that you know how to deal with those and maneuver within the paradigm. And so the two ways, there are two ways to help us better understand, you know, people that we're dealing with whether on a day-to-day basis or being a part of something special. The power of perception and the power of positioning within the perception overstand makes a greater difference. And so there are two ways of going. According to the ancient Taoist masters, there are two approaches to cultivating the vital energy that animates and sustains us through life the cultivation of the internal chi, and the cultivation of the external chi. Though some of us go through internally directed, listening to the small voice of reason within, while others are externally directed, responding and reacting to the demands of the forces around them. There are two basic approaches people take to life. One is known as the way of the monkey one's own strength. Individuals with this approach to life are independent, journeying alone, finding their own way, keeping their own counsel, and binding their own wounds, both physically and cyclically. On one extreme, these kinds of people are rugged individualists. On the opposite extreme, they are stubborn isolationists and control freaks, unable to take counsel. And the other way is the way of the cat which motivates individuals who take this approach to depend on another's power. It's represented by a baby kitten carried lovingly in its mother's mouth and is symbolized by a baby monkey holding on for dear life while its mother swings from branch to branch. Neither of these paths 
is inherently better than the other. We all strive for independence and experience feelings of self-worth when we accomplish a goal through our own efforts. However, there are times when we need help to accomplish a difficult task. As with all things in life, rigidly clinging to the extreme of either of these positions creates conflict. Ideally, one should work hand in hand with our seeking assistance and accepting guidance when we need it, while building our own independence of being. For safety's sake, we must determine our own personal outlook, your own personal perception. By first clarifying your own approach to life, you'll be able to better decipher the basic approach to life of others, especially your enemies. And we know for a fact that our enemies are definitely and have always studied us. Now, there are two types of intelligence. Two types. And when speaking of intelligence, we distinguish the two types, innate intelligence, the intelligence potential you're born with, and gathered intelligence, experience, education, and the skills you acquire over the course of your lifetime. Now, the Buddhists see each of the ten minds as stepping stones to enlightenment. There are ten levels of understanding and awareness at which all humans function. Each of the ten minds contain the seed of the others and we can easily unconsciously slip from one to the other, even, even as we become more enlightened. And that's because we may normally function at one of the higher levels, and it's possible at any given time to sleep or be pushed back down to a lower, more primal level of thinking. And so those that use the mind to manipulate purposely they try to get their victims to function at the lowest, simplest, and most easily manipulated level possible. So the ability to recognize at which of the ten minds a foe is operating helps devise strategies individually tailored to that foe. Okay, so one level is the goat's mind. And the goat's mind has potential for growth. That person is a literal thinker. And his weakness is the lust for food and sex. And he has no understanding of cause and effect. He feeds his appetite until he chokes. Then you have the fool's mind. And the fool strives to be moral. And fears punishment from man and God. And believes in ritual. And they're socially influenced, motivated by fear. And has some understanding of cause and effect. Show him how to clear his conscience. And a child's mind, a religious, literal-minded person, seeks approval outside of self. For example, gangs, fanatical religion. Give him a uniform and he'll follow you anywhere. A dead man's mind worries about dying, worries about the future, and builds immortality projects, businesses, and broods that will live on beyond him. Show him how to live forever. The no karma mind understands cause and effect and is lawful. Obsessed with justice, follows the letter of the law and believes in an eye for an eye. And compassion mind 
feels mercy and compassion for others, easily trapped with sympathy ploys. The unborn mind believes in fate and luck and can be fatalistic, often not in touch with the real world, feeds his fantasies. And the single truth mind is cerebral and can be immoral and believes that the end justifies the means, has feelings of false clarity. And the no-self mind sees beyond self and thinks of others first. They can be trapped with sympathy ploys. And the secret mind is non-attached and self-sufficient. The secret mind you don't approach directly. You have to use a cutting-edge play or ploy to get that one involved. And there are dust, dust, that obscure our otherwise perfect mind mirror, preventing us from seeing our true self reflected, our true self. And the six kinds of worldly dust prevents us from seeing correctly. Form, sound, scent, taste, touch, and dharma, which is external opinions and views. And so, these dusts come in the sense of consciousness. Consciousness, there is I consciousness. We think we see things and we identify with the thing we think we see. And ear consciousness, same as with the eye. We only think we hear because we identify with the organ of sound. One, one man's rap is another man's crap. And nose consciousness, same as with the eye and the ear. Reacting to sex pheromones and the like, our sense of smell can instantly affect our mood and literally lead us around by the nose. And tongue consciousness, same as the eye, ear, and nose, sweet in the mouth, bitter in the belly. How many times has your tongue offended you? And overall body consciousness, neither our sense of touch, taste, nor our other senses combined are really us. They are simply impulses of sensation, information sent to the brain for storage. And also we have to take into account the third ear. Depending on circumstance and flux, human beings process the information they get from the world analytically, emotionally, or instinctually, represented by, respectively by the head, the heart, and the hearth. Now your head is, that's, that's our ability to reason and analyze, and that's what puts us on top of the food chain. And the heart, the heart was long thought to be the seat of emotions. We know that it's chemicals in the brain that actually causes our mood to swing. But it's also our, our depth of connection emotionally that's causing those chemicals to change. Now, the hearth, Metaphorically speaking, our hearth is our gut, our instinct, untainted, untamed, untrampled by society. Now, hearth specifically means fireplace, more generally a synonym for home. When something touches our feelings deep down, we say it is that it, that it hits us where we live at a gut level, at a gut level. Therefore, to go with your gut, means to trust your instincts. And so think of your gut as a halfway between your head, 
your reasoning power, your yang, and your heart emotions, your yin. It's the balance of the two. So just as our subconscious mind picks up on subtlety and nuance, which in then turns influences our conscious reasoning, so that our physical body awareness often picks up on barely perceptible shifts in another person's attitude, their balance, or their release of hormones. Like that saying, you can smell their fear. Often we can subconsciously pick up on verbal and nonverbal signals others give off subconsciously. We can feel bad vibes, overstand. So hearth is therefore our third ear, and we should listen to it. And if you ever get a feeling that something isn't right or that you're being watched, go with your gut. You see, what I'm trying to do is break down mind control by the numbers. Overstand? Because that is what is permeating our society at the moment. And for ones that liberate themselves and that are awake and aware, this information is critical. As there's technology that has been developed that is meant to taint your eye, overstand, and your heart, and your hearth, and to destabilize ones. There's going to be so many appearances of false evidence appearing real with use of algorithms and visual manipulations. And so the ability to see both sides of an argument allows you to manipulate the factors on both sides, adjusting your own thinking to compensate for the rapidly changing conditions and allowing you to adjust your enemy's thinking to better suit your own purpose. This is where know your enemy, being able to think like he thinks, spells the difference between you carrying the day or you being carried out. Overstand. And there are six root afflictions that stand in the way of enlightenment, and that's desire, anger, pride, ignorance, doubt, and afflicted views. Afflicted views and afflicted perception. Overstand. And so one has to do self-assessments, realistic self-assessments. And it's rare because it demands focus. It demands focus. So focus on yourself first. Master yourself first. And as you stand flat-footed within that specialness, you'll be able to clearly see and perceive what needs to be seen and the path for you to follow. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. When there are many voices telling you who you are, it's so hard to know your own. Luckily, I'm on my own. In solitude, I could hear myself more. You couldn't tell me who you thought I was, because I would laugh at your inability to piece me together. To piece me together. Some of the strongest bonds were made in the darkest hour. In the darkest hour where those I had known long disappeared. 
and the trees that still stood behind me became well rooted. I'm so peaceful. I hold no malice to former trees. I just had no branches. I'm so benign. Like flowers in her hair. Black girl magic without a care. I didn't whine that it was unfair. I'm just not accepting it. I'm going from it, remember. I'm going from it. My branches root for me, remember. There is no presence that can destroy my peace. It belongs to me. My inner voice is as loud as it can be. It belongs to me.
start off tonight on Blavity.com, and this senator just announced legislation to completely decriminalize marijuana across the United States. In his 20 years in the Senate, this is the first time he supported legalization of recreational use. Senate Minority Leader 
Chuck Schumer, Democrat from New York, has announced that he will introduce legislation to decriminalize marijuana. In a bold move, the senator announced his plan to introduce legislation that would legalize possession of the drug at the federal level. In an interview with Vice News, Schumer, who has served in the Senate for two decades, initially supported only medicinal marijuana, but says his thinking has has evolved. In a post on Medium, he explained that one reason for this evolution is how current laws affect people of color. A staggering number of American citizens, a disproportionate number of whom are African American and Latino, continue to be arrested every day for something that most Americans agree should not be a crime, Schumer wrote. Meanwhile, those entering into marijuana market in states that have legalized are set to make a fortune. This is not only misguided, but it undermines the basic principles of fairness and equal opportunity that are the foundation to the American way of life. While details of the bill are scarce, CNN reports the legislation will allow states to figure out how to regulate marijuana. The bill will will propose that federal law enforcement be pulled back from the states that have legalized the drug, and there will also be a provision outlining federal regulation of marijuana advertising in order to prevent children from being targeted. So a bipartisan group of senators is already working to tackle sentencing and criminal justice reform. So our drug laws catch up with the realities of the world we live in today, Schumer wrote in Medium. I hope my decriminalization plan will do the same. Over the next few months, I hope that I will have your support as I work to bring Democrats and Republicans together to better serve their constituents and support the rights of Americans to freely and safely use marijuana as they please. And so this is the new movement, and there's a whole new income bracket (laughs) that will be set based on that movement. And um, a black woman was violently arrested inside an Alabama Waffle House after a disagreement over utensils. Chakisa Clemens was arrested Sunday morning inside an Alabama Waffle House. There's a video going around on YouTube where she can be heard yelling, what are you doing, as the, as, as the cops handcuffed her on the ground. A 25-year-old black woman was arrested by white officers early Sunday morning inside a Waffle House in Mobile County, Alabama. Jakeisha Clemens was arrested, was, and her arrest was captured in a graphic viral video which sparked outrage and protest. According to AL.com, Clemens was arrested around 2.45 a.m. on Sunday after reportedly engaging in a dispute over plastic utensils with a Waffle House employee. Clemens' mother, Chiquita Clemens Howard, told AL.com that her daughter asked for plastic utensils when the employee told her she'd have to pay 50 cents. Clemens told the employee that she had not previously been charged for utensils, and the employee then reportedly canceled the order. The arrest occurred sometime after Clemens asked for the Waffle House district manager's contact information. Clemens Howard told AL, Clemens can be heard asking, what are you doing, to the officers before one responds, I'm about to break your arm. That's what I'm about to do. They didn't even ask her to leave. She was waiting for them to give her the district manager's card so she can file a complaint on one of the waitresses, Clement Howard told the AL.com. When they went to go get the card, that's when the police showed up. The officer 
should have come in and said, we need you to leave. When the police officers arrived, they can be seen tackling Clemens to the ground after an exchange. Clemens can be heard yelling, what are you doing? As the officers attempted to handcuff her on the ground. The Saraland Police Department issued the following statement on the incident on Sunday. AL.com reported, The Saraland Police Department is aware of the arrest at Waffle House and the accompanying video on social media. The statement said, The situation is being thoroughly reviewed and is under active investigation right now. Our department strives for transparency, and we encourage our community to be aware of current events. And that's the extent of the police department of Sarah Land's statement. This is disgusting. They are literally ripping off her clothes in the video. Ripping off her clothes and tackling her to the ground and choking her. And when she says, what are you doing on video? The officer responds, I'm about to break your arm. That's what I'm about to do. It's just outrageous. It's beyond sad. There's a, there's a pervasive evil, and that's why I always say we have to pray. It's a vibratory frequency. If we don't all get in tune to it, we'll lose it. Okay, we have to get in tune on this frequency of, of you know, correctness. Correctness. This has to be corrected. There's so many corrections that have to be made. Blessings and grace to this woman and her family, Shakisha Clemens. Pray for her mental stability after going through a trauma such as that. And that those around in the future would rise up and stop something like that from happening and shame the officers and not, and, and not just sit by as an audience member. In the congregation of the Waffle House and watch two police officers tackle a woman down. Okay, you know, it's great that there's video to prove it. But the others in there. People have to be publicly shamed in action. You know, that's why I speak on a lot of the old school ways and the ancient wisdom because, you know, there was civility at one time. There's records of it. And there's records of the craziness as well. But we have to look at what worked and make it work for us. And she was named Bless Chakisha Clemens. And Cuba has two black female vice presidents. After historic change in leadership, the Cuban revolution has historically been white and seen from the outside as a revolution by white men, where black people were part of the crowd, spectators who were silent or applauded, but never participated, activist Ramon Colas said. As Miguel Murillo Diaz Canal Bermudez officially became Cuba's new president last week, more black officials were notably chosen for high positions of power in the nation's new government than before, the New York Times reported. Cuba's new council now includes three Afro-Cuban vice presidents, first Vice President Salvador Valdez Mesa, 
and Vice Presidents Inez Maria Chapman and Vice President Beatrice Johnson. There are now three women in the new council total. Diaz-Canal's leadership will mark the first time the nation will have a president outside of the Castro family in decades. Diaz-Canal's predecessor, 86-year-old Raul Castro's younger brother to Fidel Castro, will remain head of the Communist Party, Time reported. Although Cuba's new black leadership may represent significant progress, some skeptics doubt the change in leadership will greatly impact racial and economic discrimination against Afro-Cubans. Ramon Coles, a black anti-Castro activist who sought political asylum in 2001, told the Times that while the new black leadership has great significance, it will be even more impactful if the new black leaders use their, their positions of power to fight racial inequality. Yes, it has great significance, Coles said. The Cuban revolution has historically been white and seen from the outside as a revolution by white men, but black people were part of the crowd, spectators who were silent or applauded, but never participated. Wouldn't it be great if they used those positions to say, as a black Cuban, I am against injustice against black people in Cuba, he said. I doubt they can do that. They are not allowed. Fidel Castro declared that racism is a problem that ended. But, you know, I won't, I won't leave that negative energy on it. I believe that those three, and especially being woman, overstand, black woman, um, over there, they will make the necessary changes. And we're just going to put that into the energy and um, have that be reflected. And on Harrods.com, Netanyahu vows to reopen detention facilities for the asylum seekers after Israel tells court deportation no longer is an option. Israel told the top court earlier it will stop holding deportation hearings and as any previous decisions on deportations have now been nullified. Israel has vowed to reopen its detention facilities for asylum seekers after admitting in court on Tuesday that there is currently no possibility to forcibly deport them. Them being the thousands of Africans. A coalition of human rights groups petitioned the High Court of Justice last month to demand that those who face deportation be allowed to see the agreements Israel allegedly signed with Rwanda or Uganda, the countries to which it planned to deport them. Both African nations deny the existence of such deals. A pre at the pre deportation hearings, a state representative tells asylum seekers that they must leave for a safe third country under the agreement Israel has with both countries, even though the agreement with Rwanda collapsed months ago and efforts to negotiate a revised agreement with Uganda have failed. Israel said on Tuesday that those who had received a deportation date would now have their status renewed every 60 days, as was the case before the attempt to expel them. Israel will continue to act on the issue of the infiltrators. Israel will continue to act on the issue of the infiltrators, said the statement, referencing the term the government uses to describe asylum seekers, including attempts to encourage them to leave on their own accord or relocating them involuntarily in accordance with the law. Israel's immigration officials will continue to refer infiltrators. Africans in Africa, they want to call it the Middle East, but it's all one continent. It's called Africa. Are infiltrators 
to the voluntary departure office, allowing them to relocate to a third country, but without conditioning the renewal of their legal status, of their willingness to leave to a third country. Eighteen Jewish members of the U.S. Congress sent a letter to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on Monday, urging him to reconsider the deal his government reached, but then canceled with the United Nations at the beginning of the month regarding the deportation of, of African asylum seekers. The signatories of the letter, all Democrats, said that they were heartened by the agreement and disappointed by Netanyahu's swift decision to retract it on April 3rd, following strong pressure from the right wing in Israel. According to the UN deal, Israel would have sent as many as 16,500 asylum seekers to be resettled in Western countries while allowing a similar number to remain in Israel until a better solution is found. Israel negotiated the UN agreement following the collapse of a prior agreement it reportedly had with Rwanda to deport thousands of asylum seekers there. After he canceled the UN deal, Netanyahu signaled that, that he is once again examining ways of forcibly deporting asylum seekers to an unspecified third country in Africa, most likely Uganda. But a special envoy sent there to negotiate a deal returned last week without signing any sort of agreement with the country. There are approximately 39,000 Eritrean and Sudanese citizens now in Israel. 39,000. Pray for them once. According to the population and immigration authority figures, over the past three and a half years, some 1,750 people have left Israel for Uganda, and in 2015, 485 asylum seekers left, in 2016, 506 people left, and in 2017, the figure was 630. So far this year, 128 have left. So that's what's going on with the Africans in Israel. And on MoneyCNN.com, MoneyCNN.com, I found something very interesting. French media billionaire detained by police. One of France's richest men has been detained by police. You don't hear about billionaires in America being arrested or detained by police. So I found it interesting that someone in France was. So Vincent Bollare, the chairman of a sprawling conglomerate with interest in media, logistics, and energy storage, media, logistics, and energy storage, was taken into police custody on Tuesday as his company said it was facing an anti-corruption investigation. Bellore's detention was confirmed by a judicial source. Bellore Group said in a statement that it was under investigation over payments for communication services. For payments for communication services that were made in Guinea and Togo, which is in Africa. So he was investing, he put money into Guinea and Togo in 2009 and 2010. It declined to comment on the fate of its chairman. It denied wrongdoing, saying its subsidiaries did not engage in any illegal actions, and the Bolaire Group reaffirms that these communication services were conducted in full transparency. Bolaire Group executives welcome this opportunity to fully cooperate with the judicial authorities to restore the truth about those facts, it added. A lawyer for Bolaire told Reuters on Tuesday that the billionaire was being investigated over suspected corruption of foreign public officials and suspected complicity 
and corruption. The lawyer denied any wrongdoing by Bellari. Shares in Bellari Group then dropped 6% in Paris. Vincent Bellari's personal fortune is worth $6.6 billion, according to Bloomberg. $6.6 billion. That's like Bill Gates getting detained by the police. Bellari Group owns a 21% stake in Vivendi, which is um, a French media giant's largest shareholder. Vivendi announced on Thursday that Bellari would resign as chairman of its supervisory board and be replaced by his son, Yannick Bellari. Vivendi's shares only dropped 1% in Paris on Tuesday. So I wonder what kind of communications investment this man was making in Guinea and Tongo, excuse me, in Togo, that there's just such a kerfuffle about. That he had to get detained by police. You know, all that digital media and communications and logistics and energy storage. I mean, you know, Togo and Guinea could use energy storage, right? And communications and media. And so also on CNN.com, Bob Doro, whose catchy schoolhouse rock tunes taught children grammar and math, has passed. For those that grew up um, and watching television in the 70s and um, the 80s, that schoolhouse rock, and it taught thousands of children and adults about grammar and math through song. And so the creator has passed away at the age of 94. From Conjunction Junction, um, What's Your Function, right? And I'm Just a Bill. His upbeat tunes helped educate thousands of viewers about simple math functions, rules of grammar, as well as the legislative process. Blessings and grace to him and his family and to his creativity that lives on. And on LibyaObserver.ly, U.S. Congress calls for a greater role in Libya. The Voice of America said that the members of the U.S. House of Representatives demanded a greater role for Washington in Libya and expressed support for the military contribution of U.S. forces in Libya. A U.S. official confirmed Washington's commitment to support the Presidential Council to defeat ISIS group and to promote lasting stability in Libya. On the basis of political reconciliation, the U.S. government-funded international radio reported. On the other hand, chair of the U.S. House Committee on Foreign Affairs, Elania Rose Lightin, said it's better for the White House to show more commitment to Libya and to open the embassy and appoint a new ambassador in Tripoli to increase the American presence on the ground, explaining that Libya is in need for U.S. leadership more than military and financial aid. So the U.S. Congress is now calling to have a greater role in Libya, something to pay attention to. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology. Blessings and grace. No victims, no villains, no form, no figure, no limits, just visions. Surrender ego to mingle with the divine, and please wipe your feet before you enter my mind. I'm barefoot, sitting in the lotus, focus on my kundalini, have you taken notice? Thinking I need stress, I think that it's needless, and speaking the weed less, I'm learning to need less. And over drama, the Dalai Mama in Nirvana, flirting with the flora and I'm floating with the fauna. Sailing the sweet town, we be in the now, they say they want to find the art to chill, I'm teaching them how. 
Cause I've been on my let it glow Metaphysical flow, entering the indigo And now it seems that life is but a dream And the fault of our reality is leaking at the seams But it's lucid, I take my noose in I feel it loosen, now we cruising And on a truth that I be inducing Naked activated from the root up to the crown It's amazing and avoid until you come back down But if I can't keep calm, I just keep on So songs to get my reborn and just breathe on And be the queen of the renaissance Mother of the new era Such my tiara, get free and recognize that Today, a young man realized that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream. I think we'd have peace for an entire generation Set the times ablaze, we do it in waves And be brave like ancestors on slave ships for days Stomach churning cause the world is burning And we inhaling a second hand, but I got a second plan Carry the camaraderie to continents We don't need religion cause we got our consciousness -ness. And I ain't just an optimist New earth is coming, ain't no stopping this Say goodbye, goodbye, consume, die All my realized beings will spread wings and fly Fly that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself. Chanting songs with us, war is not fun We use words sound and we light them up Keep the fire burning, everywhere is burning I'm always So many are we are wising up, so many are we are learning. So many minds are lighting up, so many souls are burning. So many are we are heighting up, Babylon the table's turning. Rise up the flames and Babylon they are in trouble. Then rise up like steam when time departs it starts to bubble. So why is the fire hit us spread and control ever? So rise up and rise by the go burning at the devil. Find a way, give eyes it and we play. So come what may, from Babylon we break away. Happy answer to the call, when we're back against the wall. We'll see a brighter day, we steady paving the way. Cause we keep the fire burning, every day we're burning. I'm 
so many are we are learning so many minds are lighting up so many souls are burning so many are we got heightin up babylon the table's turning diamond in the rough beyond the dirt and dust lies the heart so pure just need for polish up the rain of all but does it tough pot of oil be cool no no the pressure's rising up but the youths them rising up turn out by ya carry we higher as we climb a real rise there's no turning back higher one step at a time trotting one foot in front the other filled with lots of signs this is road of life we travel on let faith be the
Blessings and grace. And I'm back with technology. Sierra Leone is the first country in the world to use blockchain technology to prevent election meddling. The United States is thinking about taking notes. Sierra Leone's presidential elections have made world history, reports OK Africa. The latest election is notable because of its being the first in the world to use blockchain technology, according to Business Insider. Each paper ballot was announced out loud by election official and then manually logged by Agora, the company that provided the technology. Blockchain is commonly used by cryptocurrency companies to provide transparency in their transactions by storing data in, in a public record. Sierra Leone uses the software for the same purposes. Each vote was stored on a private blockchain that was only accessible by Agora employees, and they published their tally results on a website. This reduces the probability of votes being tampered with, thus preventing voter fraud. Citizens of Sierra Leone had to decide between Julius Maada Bayao of the Sierra Leone People's Party and Samura Kamara of All People's Progress the party that currently governs the nation. Although Bayo and Kamara are opponents, the two have a long history as allies. In 1996, Bayo gained power through a military coup that ousted then-leader Valentine Strasser. He stepped down after three months when another leader was, was democratically elected. Before his departure, he named Kamara as the Minister of Finance. Voting began last Wednesday and ended with Bayo barely winning with with only 43% of the vote to Kamara's 47.2. However, there will be a runoff because a candidate must win 55% of the vote to be elected. A runoff is scheduled for March 27th. So Sierra Leone has used blockchain technology being the first ever in the world to be used for election purposes. And this 23-year-old is putting on for the diaspora with a video game studio devoted to African culture. Teddy Kosoko is the 23-year-old black Frenchman behind the genius that is Masika Game Studio. According to its website, Masika Game Studio exclusively develops games dedicated to African culture. The company allows players to immerse themselves in a transformative alternative universe. In a 2017 interview with Mage Connection, a French publication, Kosoko said that he graduated with a bachelor's degree in computer science, applied to business management. A Central African native and a Toulouse-based painter, Kosoko wanted to realize a personal project to validate his knowledge. From there, he joined the world of video games. Today, his first project, Kisuro Tribal, is the digital equivalent of Mancala. When describing how he came up with the idea for the game, he admitted he was not a gamer. I'm not a gamer and arrived in the world of games wanting to find an innovative idea was too ambitious. However, I remembered a quote that says that if you do not know where you're going, you need to know where you're coming from, Kosoko said. If you do not know where you're going, you need to know where you're coming from. So I started looking for ideas based on my culture and popular games at home. After purging several ideas, I ended up keeping the Kasoro board game. The principle of the game is simple. It is necessary to recover the pieces of the opponent to prevent it from moving. He continued, this game that combines strategy and reflection is, an, is actually a millennial game that has the distinction 
of being present in different variants in all African countries and is even found in the Middle East, Asia, and the Caribbean. Not to develop an annoying board game, I decided to create a whole world around the game with a campaign mode, a multiplayer conquest mode, a challenge mode, and many other modes to support the game, giving the user a unique experience. While Kosoko is currently finishing his studies, his gaming network is still available for those who want to play. So again, that is Masika Game Studio, M-A-S-S-E-K-A. M-A-S-S-E-K-A Game Studio. And um, he's made a dedicated studio for gaming culture that derives from African culture. And on motherboard.vice.com, Amazon wins patent for data stream to identify Bitcoin users for law enforcement. Amazon's latest patent aims to combine data from various sources to identify cryptocurrency users for subscribers, including the taxman and cops. Amazon, the, on, the online retail and technology giant owned by billionaire Jeff Bezos, won a patent in the U.S. for a subscription feed that the company claims could identify Bitcoin transaction participants for governments and law enforcement. The patent, which was filed in 2014, but approved on Tuesday, comes at a time when regulators desire to track and police cryptocurrency, is running up against the technology's core promise of pseudonymity for users. Bitcoin users, for example, are represented in the virtual currency's ledger by strings of text and numbers generated by a cryptographic algorithm. Taxation for Bitcoin thus relies on self-reporting, Amazon systems. If it comes into being, could allow government subscribers to correlate tax transaction data with Bitcoin data in order to identify people, the patent filing says. The patent system is described as a streaming data marketplace where various entities provide information into the stream to increase its identifying power and customers subscribe to the feeds for insights. For example, the filing imagines a stream of transactions involving Bitcoin or another cryptocurrency not very valuable on its own terms of identifying people. But retailers in the stream can combine the shipping address with the Bitcoin transaction data and publish the combined data to the stream. Next, telecommunication companies downstream from their retailers may correlate the IP internet protocol addresses of the transactions to countries of origin and further downstream a government subscriber would correlate tax transaction data with all of this data combined stream subscribers may be able to identify bitcoin users amazon imagines that cops will be potential customers identifying bitcoin users is a major project in global law enforcement global law enforcement and the National Security Agency was working on it in 2013, documents from whistleblower Edward Snowden showed. For example, a law enforcement agency may be a customer and may desire to receive global Bitcoin transactions correlated by country with ISP data to determine source IP addresses and shipping addresses that correlate to Bitcoin addresses, the Amazon patent filing states. The streaming data marketplace may price this desired data out per gigabyte, for example, and the agency can start running analytics on the desired data using the analysis module. 
So Amazon did not immediately respond to mother to motherboard's request for comment. The patent filing outlines the streaming data marketplace would generally make it easier for various commercial and government entities to share information and control who they share it with. While a gigantic corporation like Amazon identifying Bitcoin users for the police is no doubt a worrying thought for privacy-obsessed cryptocurrency fans, it's worth emphasizing that tech companies regularly file all sorts of wild patents that never come to fruition. For example, in 2016, Amazon was awarded a patent for a system to deliver goods via a network of underground tunnels. Interesting. However, the immense thirst for international and domestic agencies to identify Bitcoin users for for a variety of reasons, raising from taxation to criminality, it's clear this patent has a little more going on for it than tunnels to deliver the late night Amazon Prime pur- purchases. So Amazon wants to help the police identify who's using Bitcoin and what's happening with your cryptocurrency. And on inrooters.com, U.S. Senate confirms new director for spy agency. Cyber Command. The U.S. Senate confirmed on Tuesday President Donald Trump's choice to lead the U.S. Cyber Command and National Security Service Agency, Army Lieutenant General Paul Nakasone. Nakasone has an extensive background in cyber issues, having held positions including as Chief of the U.S. Army Cyber Command since 2016. Nakasone 54 replaces Admiral Mike Rogers, who is retiring after nearly four years in the dual-hat position leading the NSA and the country's largest spy agency and the military cyber warfare division. During his confirmation hearing, Nakasone said he did not think Russia, China, and other countries had seen enough of a U.S. response to cyber attacks to change their behavior. He also said he had not come to a decision on whether the NSA and Cyber Command should be separated. They have been combined since the cyber operation was created in 2009, but there has been a debate recently over whether they would be more effective as separate entities. Opponents of the idea say it's essential that they work closely together against a growing threat. Nakasone's confirmation also means he becomes a four-star general. And he is also in charge of Cyber Command for the United States. And moving forward on mobile.rooters.com. YouTube deletes 5 million videos for content violation. YouTube, owned by Alphabet Inc.'s Google, deleted about 5 million videos from its platform for content policy violations in the last year's fourth quarter before any viewers saw them. Before any viewers saw them, it is said in a new report that highlighted its response to pressure to better police its online community. YouTube has been criticized by governments that say it does not do enough to remove extremist content and by advertisers such as Procter & Gamble and Under Armour, Inc. Overstand the corporations that are against um, extremist content. Procter & Gamble and Under Armour. Inc. that briefly boycotted the service when they unwittingly ran ads alongside videos that companies deemed inappropriate. They boycotted Google. YouTube said in in a report on Monday that automating enforcement through software is paying off and quicker removals. The company said it did not have 
comparable data from prior quarters. YouTube said it still needed an in-house team of humans to verify automated findings on an additional 1.6 million videos that were removed only after some users watched the clips. The automated systems did not identify another 1.6 million videos that YouTube took down once they were reported to it by its users, activist organizations, and governments. They still have lots of work to do, but they should be praised in the interim. Paul Barrett, who has followed YouTube as a deputy director at the New York University Stern Center for Business and Human Rights, said, So, the following steps that YouTube has taken. Extremism. YouTube automated scans have sped up takedowns of videos tied to ISIS or Al-Qaeda, but has struggled to draw a line on views espoused by white right-wing extremists who tend to know the rules well and stop short of, of, of overt hate speech and misinformation. Um, YouTube, since autumn, has promoted authoritative sources such as CNN and NBC News and search results to push down problematic material. YouTube also plans to display Wikipedia descriptions alongside videos to counter hoaxes. But YouTube is still cited as slow to identify misinformation amid major global breaking news events when video bloggers quickly upload commentary. The company preserves other challenge clips that have public interest value or come from politicians, and child endangerment. YouTube last year began removing videos and issuing strikes when the filming may have put a child in danger or when a cartoon character is used inappropriately. So the company last year began stepping up mo moderation of comments and also inappropriately referencing children. So YouTube does not alert law enforcement or intellectual property owners about these videos because YouTube says it cannot easily identify uploaders and rights and rights holders. So copyright owners that believe a video violates guidelines or infringes their copyright or their trademark can report it to YouTube. So they are continuing with the purge and um, Procter and Gamble and Under Armour, you know, boycott it for their right to decide what's appropriate. And YouTube has complied. And on, also on Reuters.com, one in five financial institutions consider cryptocurrency trading. One in five financial institutions, and this is coming from London, is considering trading cryptocurrency within the next 12 months, a survey published by Thomas Reuters on Tuesday found. Among those respondents who said that they were willing to trade cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, the best known of the, of the digital coins, 70% said they were planning to start trading in the next three to six months. They were planning to start trading cryptocurrency, the banks, within the next three to six months, the survey showed. The survey covered more than 400 clients across Thomas Reuters Corpse. Platforms including large asset managers, hedge funds, and trading desks at the biggest bank. Thomson Reuters, the parent company of Reuters, provides data and news to the financial service industry. 
Retail interest in the buying and selling of digital coins exploded last year after prices skyrocketed, and institutional involvement has been predicted to grow, despite regulatory warnings that cryptocurrencies are highly risky and prone to scams. Banks are examining client interests, and several hedge funds have tried their hand trading virtual currencies. Large falls in cryptocurrency prices this year, however, have encouraged critics to warn against that the market is a bubble and that investors should stay away. The survey was first conducted by Thomas Reuters, so it was not possible to gauge how institutional appetite for crypto trading has changed. And Thomas Reuters is the parent company of Reuters News. So the banks are involved. It's all happening. They're using it for voting. They had the test country in um, Sierra Leone, and now the banks are going to get involved within the next three to six months and start trading cryptocurrency. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace. With a bally, I wish a girl would know shally. Trust about the keys like a valley, heat like Miami. Free throw on a Dwayne Wade on a galley. Um, that's a three second violation. Air boo, on my team stay annihilating. Chess, so I really don't know why you're hating. Put your copy so much of you for sideways. Twins, look, filming up, all them other gal, them a regular. Himming up on the radio, over video. Simming up, all them little gal, better simmer down inferior. She ain't the real thing, I'm original. Hit it up, you want the kitty cat, make it rook it down. Tip it up, ride it like a horse, tell a easy girl. Burn over, girl, I tear it up. Yellow rip it up, go to yell, look no, yell like a comedia. Not a yell, tell her what a yell, leave the area. Stop a yell, I know what a yell, we know Freddy. Did you want the way we put you in? Then we bury ya. That's the only time you beat your over social media. Banta, what you rap for, what you stand for. I'll be at your door like a delivery from Asda. Hamper, blacking out, looking like a pamper. Our backhanda, straight to Wakanda. Rasta, our blaster, me or the master. Casper, me up it down, yell about the snatcher. Dash that in a trash bag, come and grab that. Bad yell, but a dead yell is a disaster. Actor, cut the chat. Tell me did a casta fracture, put the gas up in money gas. Scratch that, give them air time when I'm here. Like asthma, oh got asthma, oh got asthma. Killing all of them, becoming all awesome semi mad. Quick things are never slowly, don't have to like to be cozy. Holy moly, I spin the girl quicker than Rogi Polly, all and only. I'm bigger than him, and Herman Tolly on the ball of Kobe. They're taking shots while I'm the goalie. All your team is phony, I think you know. I know you know, but yen you're lower money, you go limo. You find it over, what's the story like? I never sold the Balamori. Yeah. They don't wanna mess become a cold, you're my villain. Everybody knows I got the flow, on the skill a lot. Man, they even hate on the girl, but you're chilling up. Man, they even hating on the girl. Sin, they don't wanna mess become a cold, you're my villain. Everybody knows I got the flow, on the skill a lot. Man, they even hating on the girl, but you're chilling up. Man, they even hating on the girl. Sin.
What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Survival of the fittest, up for train for keep up. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? We are all destined for greatness, but we must wake up. The faith won't fail you, so you have to hold it strong. This year I'ma keep the gunner. Whoever you pray to, you will come for overstand the power greater than a man. If you're willing and able, get up and take a stand. No demanding truth and rights. No, I say the fiction and fable have the world unstable. Throw your cards on the table. Take a chance. Don't you worry. With a will, there's a way. Let your struggle be a glory. Take a stand. Stand up for your rights. Rise up, my people. Stop the fussing and fighting. Wake up, my people. We got work to do. Remember, people, to yourself and you. Prepare, my people, for the mission ahead. Ready now, Babylon, the time so dread. Wake up, my people. We got work to do. Remember, people, to yourself and you. Prepare, my people, for the mission ahead. Ready now, Babylon, the time so dread. Health and strength is the only true wealth. Neglecting yourself for the money chasing No time to spend for live good and eat well No time for live before you're dead No time for procreating And in fact how it seems you prefer to live as if a slave Than to fulfill your dreams and to make a change Now reminded you lean, straighten up your behavior And I rise from slumber, your days are numbered Don't you worry, with a will there's a way Let your struggles be your glory So take a stand Blessings and Grace, and I'm back with 
benefits of bitter melon and bitter gourd. Bitter melon, commonly known as bitter gourd or bitter squash, has the wealth of health benefits that can be derived by including it in your diet. The most well-known benefits of bitter melon are its ability to help manage diabetes, reduce the effects of hemorrhoids, improve respiratory health, and boost skin health. It can strengthen the immune system and prevent and reduce symptoms of cancer too. Bitter melon has anti-inflammatory, antifungal, antibiotic, anti-allergenic, antiviral, antiparasitic, and expectorant qualities. For all of these reasons and many more, bitter melon is a staple among a number of cultural cuisines around the world. Now for diabetes treatment, bitter melon is one of the most potent fruits for managing diabetes for a few reasons. There are significant levels of chartin, peptides that resemble insulin, and alkaloids within the fleshy fruit of the bitter melon. These components activity help in reducing the blood sugar levels. Bitter melon also helps to prevent unpredictable spikes and drops in insulin levels by regulating the metabolism and the use of sugar the body has consumed. It has a powerful hypoglycemic agent, so avoid its use if taking medicines that lower your blood sugar. In blood purification, bitter melon is known as an effective blood purifier. The antimicrobial and antioxidant properties of the gourd help in purification of the blood, thereby promoting skin care. Bitter gourd is also effective in treating various skin disorders such as eczema and psoriasis, hemorrhoid relief. A number of studies have shown the anti-inflammatory qualities present in bitter melon make it a very good salve for the uncomfortable condition of piles, also known as hemorrhoids. A paste can be created from the root of the bitter melon plant and can be applied topically to reduce the inflammation and relieve pain and bleeding. If you can handle the bitter taste, drink bitter melon juice to receive similar benefits. and improved immunity. Bitter melon is a source of many different antioxidants that make it a powerful defense against illnesses in the body. Antioxidants scavenge the body for free radicals and dangerous compounds released during cell metabolism that can cause different illnesses. By adding bitter melon to your diet, you can greatly improve your chances of defending against all kinds of diseases, including heart attack, kidney damage, and liver failure. It's also good for cancer prevention. The antioxidants present in bitter melon can help to seek out and, and destroy free radicals that can cause diseases, including numerous forms of cancer. But that is not the only benefit the fruit has in terms of cancer. Bitter melon has been widely studied as an anti-tumor and anti-carcinogenic agent all by itself along with its antioxidant properties. Primarily, studies have shown positive correlations between eating bitter melon and the prevention or reduction of tumor growth for cervical, prostate, and breast cancer patients. Some of this is due to the fruit's ability to induce apoptosis, cell death, and cancerous cells. However, more studies are being done to find out more about the powerful anti-cancer properties that this fruit seems to possess. Asthma relief. There have been a number of studies that showed bitter melon as a means of getting relief from respiratory conditions like asthma, 
bronchitis, and hay fever. Its antihistamine suppressant and anti-inflammatory expectorant and antiviral properties make it an ideal booster for respiratory health. It is recommended to eat some bitter melon before going to bed so the soothing effects can occur while you sleep. And it's also an antifungal agent. The antifungal and antibacterial qualities of bitter melon make it ideal for fighting off various fungal infections. These properties also help to get rid of any toxins in the bloodstream before they can cause any more damage. And skin care. Bitter melon is rich in anti-inflammatory properties. It helps reducing the irritating itching linked with skin conditions and infections such as ringworm and psoriasis. The juice extracted from its leaves can be the best salve or, or cure for any of these conditions when topically applied to the affected areas. So a word of caution though, avoid consuming bitter melon during pregnancy as it can stimulate excess menstrual bleeding. And also more research is being done consuming bitter melon while breastfeeding. So for now it's best to avoid it. Also mentioned earlier, it acts very strongly to reduce blood sugar levels. So it should be avoided for pre- and post-surgical procedures, as it's kind of like a blood thinner. So if you're going to have surgery, you don't want to bleed to death, you know, so you don't want to drink it too often. But have it in your diet every now and then, just to purify your blood and, you know, have all the toxins and everything cleaned out of your system. And as with all information, do your own research. Very powerful fruit that was provided by the nature of the Most High. We're gonna take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. Edge of a cliff, mist in the wind, sound of the sea, a vast abyss and me. A golden retriever pillaged for precious metals. Lack of pedigree, a fatal diagnosis. Relegated from riches and stricken with neurosis. Black, bare, and broken. A chronic hypnosis. And she rocks on the edge of the cliff. Pebbles plummet beneath her. She wrestles with the rift. Between hopelessness and possibility. And reality and probability. And cause and effect and cause and effect and maybe if I leap I won't be wretched and wrecked maybe just maybe I'll fly Standing at what they tell me is the precipice With the evidence that to stifle is the mission I envision cotton picking and wiping ancestors' brow with my success A shade darker than the most blinding night And they wonder why shade can't dissuade this light Amazed at heights I claim they say my lineage is limiting Not knowing I ain't always been slave Been queen, been ruler, been culture, been cooler the black hand side, black matter alive, a breathing movement, 
earth stoked by fire and I'll fly Is it the way I walk? Is it the way I walk? It's the way I talk. You've been stalking me, acting like a slave. Thought I didn't pee, but I didn't do. You want me to die, but I stay alive. That should make you mad. You want me to crack, but I know myself. And I'm worthy, so I can't waste my time waiting on your grow. I can't waste my time, sorry, Girl, gotta go. So confident, confident. Is it the way? 
up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape, escape, 
your metaphysical mind. Blessings and grace. And I'm back with the metaphysics of the moment. Now, we're going to start off with Kosam from the Hebrew, meaning diviner, divination, divining, an oracle, a seer, father of Adai, and son of Eldmadam, named in the genealogy of Jesus Christ in Luke 3.28. Metaphysically, it means clear spiritual perception. Clear spiritual perception and insight into the truth. A seer, Kosam, and duel is Hebrew for knowledge of God. God knoweth, known of God. Father of Eliasaph, the tribe of Gad, in Numbers 1.14. In Numbers 2.14, he is called Ruel. The metaphysical meaning is spiritual perception and enlightenment. The inner or spiritual knowing. The inner or spiritual knowing. And Bunah. Bunah is Hebrew for perception, discernment, understanding, knowing, discretion, prudence, and building. It's the second son of Jeremiel, who was the son of Herzon and the great-grandson of Judah, mentioned in 1 Chronicles 2.25. Now, metaphysically, Bunah means a practical wisdom, a practical wisdom, discernment, sensibleness, and judgment, perception, discernment, prudence, discretion, and understanding. These are always of a building. Constructive character, constructive character, and perception, discernment, prudence, discretion, and understanding is what's the foundation of that building. And dawn, dawn is spiritual perception, as in dawning light in consciousness, increasing as one turns steadily toward the truth. And Mahazioth, Mahazioth is Hebrew for visions, oracles, prophecies, revelations, divine communications. The son of Heman, and the musician in the temple, in David's reign, in First Chronicles 25, 4, and 30. Metaphysically, it means clear seeing, clear seeing, keenness of perception, of comprehension, spiritual inspiration, expressing as harmony. See, perception brings forth harmony, good, keen perception, brings forth harmony, order, rhythm, music and individual consciousness. In the individual consciousness, it brings forth those things. And delusion, the metaphysical meaning of delusion is false perception. Delusion occurs only in that realm which is not established by the divine logos, the most high, God's creative word. God's creative word needs to be established. And judgment, the metaphysical meaning of judgment is a mental act of evaluation through comparison and contrast, spiritual discernment, the inner voice through whose expression we come into a larger realization of ourselves. 
Judgment is a faculty of the mind that can be exercised in two ways, from sense perception or spiritual understanding. If its action be based on sense perception, its conclusions are fallible and often condemnatory. If based on spiritual understanding, they are safe. And day of judgment, that period in man's development when the law of justice and righteousness begins to be felt in his consciousness, and he finds himself in the midst of experiences where he must learn the law and conform to it. The great judgment day of scripture indicates a time of separation between the true and the false. That's why the perception has to be on point. There is no warrant for the belief that the Most High sends man to everlasting punishment. Modern interpreters of the Bible say that the hell of fire, Matthew 5.22, referred to by Yeshua, means simply a time in which purification is taking place. It's the time for purification. Purify the eye so that the eye can see what dwells within and without. And the judgment seat, the judgment seat mentioned in Romans 14.10 is within man. A judging or discerning between the true and the false is going on daily in us as overcomers. We are overcomers. We are daily reaping the results of our thoughts and our deeds. And John. John means Jehovah bestows mercifully. Jah is gracious, grace and mercy of the Lord, dove-like, meekness, compassion, fertility, fruitfulness, and love. A John the Baptist, son of Zacharias, the priest and his wife Elizabeth, and the forerunner of Jesus Christ, Luke 1, 5-25 and 57-66, Matthew 3, 1-12, a disciple of Yeshua, brother of James and son of Zebedee, Matthew 4.21, John, Mark, Acts 12.12. 12. John is a contraction of Johannan and Jehohanan. Metaphysically, John the Baptist was the forerunner of Yeshua. He signifies a high intellectual perception of truth, a high intellectual perception of truth, but one yet not quickened of spirit. John represents that attitude of mind in which we are zealous for the rule of spirit. This attitude is not spiritual, but a perception of spiritual possibilities and an activity in making conditions in which spirit may rule. So it's a perception of spiritual possibilities and an activity it's also an activity in making conditions in which spirit may rule. This John the Baptist perception of truth leads us to strive with evil as a reality, not having discerned the truth about its transitory character. John the Baptist may also be said to be the innate principle in all of us which ever seek to do right. Its origin cannot be located. It comes out of the wilderness. It is crude. It is like a voice in the wilderness crying for the right way. The whole human family is naturally true and honest. And this rugged 
reformer is a child of nature. Culture does not make people honest nor bring out their natural virtues, the inner soul consciousness that draws out its nourishment from nature's storehouse opens the way for the advent of spirit. That which the baptism of John signifies is brought about by a process metaphysically known as denial. Denial. This baptism symbolizes the getting rid of the limited thoughts that encumber and darken the understanding. It is found that to say mentally, I deny the belief in the reality of matter and material conditions causes the aggregation of thoughts to scatter. This is a mental letting go that has to be applied to all departments of the mind. It has to be applied to all departments of the mind. In Christian conversion, the sinner lets go of his sins and there is a moral cleansing. The metaphysician finds it necessary to cleanse his mind from all moral iniquity. But he also finds that he must go further than this. The mind governs every part of the man. And a thorough, a thorough reform requires that the baptism of John shall include a complete transformation of thought pertaining to things mental, moral, and physical. A complete transformation. Yeshua said of John the Baptist, He is but little in the kingdom of God is greater than he. He that is but little in the kingdom of God is greater than he. Luke 7.28 And John said of Yeshua, he must increase, but I must decrease. John 3.30 This means that the least of the spiritual thoughts in man is greater than the mightiest reasoning of the intellect, and that the intellectual concepts of things must give way to the understanding that comes through the Holy Spirit. The intellect is to prepare the way for the spiritual consciousness. The intellect is to clear the way. Knowledge is power. It's to clear the way for the spiritual consciousness, the Christ, the alert intellect, the alert intellect that has been working toward the fulfillment of a divine ideal recognizes the development of spiritual consciousness and acknowledge its very first appearance as John the Baptist recognized Jesus Christ. When the quickening by spirit takes place in consciousness to the extent that the Christ is realized and felt and known, one depends on the inspiration of spirit rather than on the reasonings of the intellectual man. Thus we are admonished in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in Jehovah with all thy heart, and lean not upon thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct thy paths. John the Baptist, the intellectual man, beholds the evils of civilization, condemns them, and advocates the punishment of the evildoers. This remedy leads to resistance and failure as evidence in the execution of John Baharad, the sinner. Man has to pass through the intellectual state of consciousness, which is the natural man, and his attempt at reform are evidences 
of the innate good within him. But his comprehension is narrowed to personal ends. The world today is in the throes of the John the Baptist methods of reform. They all must fail because they lack a comprehension of the universal brotherhood of man and the great law laid down by Yeshua, which in essence is whatsoever ye would that men should do unto you, even so do ye also unto them. John the Baptist in prison represents the intellect hemmed in, imprisoned because of its magnifying sin and evil and condemning them. Some persons see the evil in the world as a power so formidable that it paralyzes all their efforts and they accomplish nothing in the service of the truth. The death of John the Baptist, as described in Matthew 14, 1-12, refers to the passing away. The passing away of that first enthusiasm for character reform which possesses the disciple at the earthly stage of his experience. The John the Baptist phase is not the permanent state of consciousness, but it is to be followed by one that is permanent. He that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you in the Holy Spirit and in fire. Matthew 3.11 When the first enthusiasm wanes after spiritual enlightenment has occurred, there is a certain barrenness of thought and action in mind, and we feel as if we should take to retire to a place where to complete rest in absence of effort would be had. Because it's so heavy, it's so deep. When Jesus heard of the death of John, he withdrew to a desert place apart. Apart. We cannot get away from our thoughts, however. The people followed Yeshua into the desert place. Matthew fourteen thirteen. Matthew eleven eighteen and 19 may be explained as follows. The conscious mind is very chary of accepting the whole truth. It comes neither eating nor drinking. It does not eat the body, the substance of Christ, nor drink his blood, life. The result is that the adverse ego remains in the body. The adverse ego, the antimatter, remains in the body. He hath a demon. The Son of Man comes and unites his life and substance with the appetites and the passions of the subconsciousness, and he seems for a time to be of their kind. But wisdom is justified by her works. Wisdom is justified by her works. The descent of the Spirit into one's body may stir up the devil in one for a season, but his reign will be short if one is guided by the Spirit of truth who will lead into all truth. Except those days had been shortened, no flesh had been saved, but for the elect's sake whose days shall be shortened. Matthew twenty four twenty two. The Apostle John represents the spiritual faculty of love. Love. 
He is known as the disciple whom Jesus loved. And love is the dominant theme of all his teachings and writings. In the outpicturing of Yeshua's development, John signifies the faculty of love in its masculine or positive degree of action. While the various Marys of the New Testament characterize the different subjective activities of love, the action and the activities, the positive degree, and the different subjective activities of love. And moving forward into the Nag Hammadi Library, the concept of our great power. It's titled, The Perception of Understanding the Concept of the Great Power. He who will know our great power will become invisible, and fire will not be able to consume him. But it will purge and destroy all of your possessions. For everyone in whom my form will appear will be saved from the age of seven days up to 120 years. Those whom I constrain to gather all that is fallen and the writings of our great power in order that he may inscribe your name in our great light and that their thoughts and thy works may be ended that they may be purged and be scattered and be destroyed and be gathered in the place where no one in it sees. But you will see me and you will prepare your dwelling places in our great power. Know how what has departed came to be in order that you may know how to discern what lives to become, of what appearance that eon is or what kind it is or how it will come to be. Why do you not ask what kind you will become, or rather how you came to be? Discern what size the water is, that it is immeasurable and incomprehensible, both in its beginning and its end. It supports the earth. It blows in the air where the gods and the angels are. But in him who is exalted above all these, there is the fear and the light. And in him are my writings revealed. I have given them as a service to the creation of the physical things, for it is not possible for anyone to stand without that one, nor is it possible for the eon to live without him. It is he who possesses what is in him by discerning it in purity. Then behold the Spirit and know where he is. He gave himself to men that they may receive life from him every day since he has his life within him. He gives to them all. Yeshua gives to them all. The Most High gives it to us all. We have to step up within ourselves and quicken, make way with the intellect and see properly through the different sense minds that the Most High gave us so we can plot the path to perfection. In the Apocalypse of Peter, it says, But those who became mingled with these shall become their prisoners, since they are without perception. Without perception, you are a prisoner. 
and the Apocryphon of John, it says, and the four powers are understanding, grace, perception, and prudence. And in the first Apocalypse of James, it says, I am also am amazed how powerless vessels, how powerless vessels have become strong by a perception which is in them. The Lord said, you well, a spirit of, a spirit of thought, a spirit of counsel, a spirit of knowledge of their fear. And in the paraphrase of Shem, it says, but the crookedness of the darkness was lack of perception, namely the illusion that there is no one above him. And in the triformic Protonoa, it says, I am perception and knowledge, uttering a voice by means of thought. I am the real voice. I cry out in everyone, and they recognize it, the voice. Since a seed indwells them, I am the thought of the Father, and through me proceeded the voice. That is the knowledge of the everlasting things. The knowledge of the everlasting things. I exist as thought for the all, being joined to the unknowable and the incomprehensible thought. I reveal myself, yes, I among all those who recognize me, for it is I who am joined with everyone by virtue of the hidden thought. An exalted voice, even a voice from the invisible thought, and it is immeasurable since it dwells in the immeasurable one, it is a mystery. It is unrestrainable by the, by the incomprehensible one. It is invisible to all those who are visible in the all. It is light dwelling in light. So turn your light on and shine. And shine through the ability within the powers of your perception and frame and control the beam that sets forth out of you so that it can be right and exact in Yeshua's name. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace.
blessings and grace, and I'd like to thank you for joining me again for another offering of Women's Wednesday. I'd like to show love to the frequency that accompanies me, that helps me express. That was just Tamika Moore, every word. Ryan Nicole, save the world. Co Abisol, Osanlade, words. Sun Ra, Godspell, Kalissa, give your all. Noel Scales, confident. Dom Jones, Blackbird, Kalissa, wake up. Timothy Regisford, fly. Lady Leisure, Black Panther. China Doll and Paris Harrison, free. Kalissa, topsy turvy. Nitty Scott, generation now. Kalissa, step it up. Sanabo say, I owe you nothing. Sampa the Great, in a voice. Romderful, interlude. Kida, one love. Ronalyn the First, bones and things. The Whitefield Brothers featuring Bajaka, Earthology. Sarak, I am her. John Nine, she's got a ticket. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth. Ground, build, and give. Blessings, strength, love, and grace to all. Trying to believe it, been constantly seeking for rhyme or reason. The reason I ride, they say I like me nada. That we ought to pack it up and call it quits. Well, I ain't got that number. Uh uh, I'm on some other. Always been the undercover, someone who would rather hold the door open for another than get it all alone and get it on my own. Put nobody on, but then I can never get back home. Come on, so call me martyr or just somebody's daughter. Playing keeper to a sister is the father, and we got it. I, I, I was always taught that moving up the ladder and reaching back for the ladder's all that really matters. So for that, I'll keep the lessons close. See my blessings unfold, witness glories untold Behold the birthing of the precious, all my blackness on the guesses All the Negroes on their bestness, feeling restless for the nexus Yeah, I said it at the moment, the era, the omen, the pivotal seed Someone reaping what we owe, yeah, you know it
give my heart a head start when we can Let it wrestle in the tall grass with the man Let it beat, let it bleed Let it work, spill the red, spill the need In the dirt, if I leave hurt there Will I never hurt again? But wait, that ain't the plan It's without my sorrow, I'm a fish without a fin King without a queen Feeling what I mean, feeling what I mean Feeling what I mean, feeling what I mean Feeling what I mean, feeling what I Feeling what I, feeling what I Feeling what I What is left? <laughs> 
Thank you.